You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey kids, welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and uh, hopefully this is streaming okay. I just had a disaster with my other podcast, but it's neither here nor there. I think I got it fixed now. If you're on the Periscope, feel free to chime in and help me pick some fights. Uh, if you're on the YouTube, hit subscribe. And of course, if you're listening to me audio, feel free to leave me a nice review. We are going to pick the MMA fights for UFC Busan in South uh, Korea, as well as a few fights in Bellator. So uh, that would be Bellator 235 and 236. So let's get to it first. And this is not going to be a super long podcast tonight. But like I said, I love your input. Feel free to hop in and uh, pick a fight. First up, uh, the UFC in South Korea, which is in the middle of the night for me. I think it starts about 2 in the morning. I, no, it starts at 1 in the morning. So I basically not go to bed, but an hour or two and then... Watch the fights. I don't think I can handle that because I got kid duty that day. Some other kids will be wrestling and whatnot. So it is what it is. Um, so let's 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 go ahead and pick Vulcan Ustamir and Alexander Rackage. Man, this looks like a good fight. It's the co-main of the evening. Took it to Alexander Rackage first. Okay, this guy all wins except for a loss. It, 2011, this guy's on a tear. Uh, Starts Jimmy Manawa, I believe he sent him to retirement. TKO, Devin Clark, round one, Justin Ledet, 2018. Okay, so this guy, he looks like a killer. Now, let's go back to Ustamir. You know, they're, they're saying that the strength of schedule here for Ustamir is stronger than Rackage, but... I don't know about that so much because he did beat Isla Latifi who's going to heavyweight, which I think is a questionable move also. But before that, he's got losses. Dominic Reyes, Anthony Smith, Danny Cormier. He does have another win also over Jimmy Manawa. I believe they both beat him in 42 seconds. Uh, Misha Serkinov, Ovin St. Pru. Ah, you know what? I, I, I just want to go with the devastation factor here. I, I think these guys are both knockouts, both killers, but for some reason my instinct says to go with Rackage here because I mean, no losses whatsoever. Manawa was the next coming also, and I know that Ustamir has a win over him as well, but man, it, it's hard for me to pick against Rackage in this fight. I, as much as I think Ustamir is underrated because of the losses he has had, I mean, it's the tops of the division. You, know, you could arguably say it's the top three besides John Jones, but I'm going to go with Rackage. I think he makes a name for himself in this fight. All right, next up, uh, Frankie, the answer, Edgar. Coming in short notice, 145 pounds. He was making his way down to uh, 135 pounds. I just realized I have the wrong backdrop here. This is fun. Um, anyway, going against the Korean zombie, uh, Chung Jung. I always say his name wrong. I'm gonna try this again. Chan. I'm gonna call the I'm gonna call him the Korean zombie from here on out. But Chan Sung Jung. Hey, told you Vulcanophilus for the upset. Gabe, you know, check out my Twitter. 
you were right about Volkanovsky, and uh, I played the clip where I said you could be right. So that's right there in my Twitter. Uh, Aaron says what one. So I'm going to call him the Korean zombie. I'm going to try to get this backdrop right because you YouTube people are going to YouTube people are going to murder me because uh, I, I don't I don't have the right I don't have the right uh, backdrop or whatever. So here, oh there we go. See, I'm going to have it fixed right now, just like that. Okay. So yeah, Gabe, you were right, man. And what a fight! What an upset! Um, and I appreciate you coming and, and uh, coming back to rubbing in my face this week. So awesome for you, man. Listen, Frankie Egger, he's probably no matter what always the top four in the featherweight division. But you know, it's hard to badmouth the guy. I don't want to badmouth the guy to say he's lost a step. He's lost a step. He's getting a little bit older here and there. I think 135 was the right move for him, just like we saw that it was for Aldo. And I was way wrong about Aldo. I mean, I did pick him to lose, but I thought he would look terrible at 135 pounds. I, I think he looked good. I think he may have won that fight. So it's kind of crazy. But, you know, the only fights that Frankie loses at 145 pounds are to the tops of the tops. Holloway, Ortega. Aldo twice, you know, man, that's kind of crazy. And then you got the Korean zombie. Um, oh, Gabe's got zombie via TKO. I don't know the last time Frankie's been stopped. And, and I'm going to say it's not been in like forever. I don't know that he has been stopped. I'm look, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Brian Ortega. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but before that, I don't see it anywhere, but if somebody's going to stop him, it's going to be the zombie. I mean, the zombie is just a stud. Let's take a look at the zombie. Um, just knocked, uh, Hanano Mokano off the hype train for that. He loses to Rodriguez, beats Dennis Bermudez, loses it. Jose Aldo uh, by TKO, and that was kind of a fourth-round deal. I think both the shoulders basically fell off that day. Um, let's not forget, now, the Korean Zombie does have one over Poirier. That is at 145 pounds, though, but here's the deal. I love the answer. I love the Korean Zombie, but the answer was going down 135 pounds for a reason. I don't know how far he was into that cut, except for he was going to fight in January. So he's not looking to get bigger. He's not looking to put on strength. He's just looking to take this fight. And I don't like it. Um, I don't like it at all. And I think the Korean zombie does come out on top. I'm not going to say TKO like my main man, Gabe, but uh, Gabe could be right. So I, I, I don't know. So, um, all right. Well, I'm done picking that card. I'm going to pick next. Belcher 235, uh, salute to the troops. This is going to take place in uh, the Neil S. Blazadel Arena in Honolulu, Hawaii. All right. Did it take place already? No, it couldn't have, right? Why well, it says it took place? It, it's could be. A, it's got to be a Wikipedia error. Error, rather. It, it has to be. Okay. So, uh, Josh Barnett, man, seen this guy in forever. I think he was, he, well, I know he was suspended because of the uh, taking the juice a little bit, um, allegedly or not. I don't know. Last win, Andre Lovsky, uh rear naked choke, 2016, so not fought in forever. Um, before that, he beats Ben Rothwell, submission, 
oh, I'm sorry, loses to Ben Rothwell, that weird little moob choke that he does, the Ben Rothwell moob choke, uh, has a win over Roy Nelson. I mean, these are all like 2015, 2016, so it, it's kind of hard to say how he's going to come back. And then you got um, Ronnie Marks. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never heard of the guy. His last fight was in June, TKO against Sigi uh, Paseli. He's fought a bunch of guys that I've never heard of. I want to say that Barnett's going to win this fight, but <laughs> he's not been very active. This guy's been pretty active, but at the same time, he's he doesn't have the most impressive win-loss record here in the last couple of years. So I'm going to go Barnett here. Submission. Why the heck not? And then the next night, you have uh, UFC 236. Oh, sorry. Bellator 236. Uh, let's go AJ McKee. Not the main event. Derek Campos. Uh, this is the co-main, I guess, in, in this instance. Uh, AJ McKee. I mean, who's going to stop this guy? Um, I, I believe this is a continuance of the featherweight grand prix in bellator so um i mean look at this guy's list of uh hits here georgie caracanian pat current daniel crawford um justin lawrence i mean it just there's no losses whatsoever and then you got campos um you know, not a bad fighter either. He did just beat Daniel Strauss, but before that, three losses in a row. I mean, Pedro Carvalho, Sam Cecilia, uh, Petriki Ferreri. Uh, listen, I, I think AJ McKee's probably about the next big thing at featherweight, and I don't see how he's going to lose this fight. So, yeah, AJ McKee, faux show. All right, next up. All right, I'm going to butcher this. Alima Lay McFarland versus Kate uh, Kate Jackson. Now, where are these fights? Because this is going to make a difference here. And, and I think I failed to mention that, so I'm going to look that up real quick. And, of course, my computer has absolutely frozen here. No, it is Honolulu as well. So, okay. Um, well, I believe McFarland is the hometown girl, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me make sure. Yeah. So going up against Kate Jackson, who I've never heard of. I have heard of McFarlane before. Um, let's look at Kate Jackson's first few fights. I mean, okay. She's coming off a win and, uh, let's see here. I'm gonna have to get a more powerful computer. This is driving me crazy. Uh, Lena. Oh, what a, what a. Uh, this is unfortunate because I'm terrible at pronouncing these. Ovechkin Yokova, uh, before that Anastasia Yankova, and before and then she loses to Valerie Letourneau, uh, uh back in 2017. She's not the most active girl, so just fought June this year. Before that, May 2018. Now let's go to McFarlane here. Um, you know she's the hometown girl, never lost, active fighter. Just fought in April before that, fought December of the year before. Okay, maybe not as active as, as most active fighters, but um, she's certainly more active than Kate, and she's the hometown girl, and she's never lost. I, I You know, Bellator does a good job in uh, 
you know, putting these fighters where they need to fight, especially when they're at home and making sure they're going to win. Uh, my man Gabe says Liz Carmouche should be signing with Bellator and fight Lima. Man, it's just a shame that Carmouche got cut the way she did. I don't know the details of that. Um, but pioneer in women's MMA, you know, the first UFC MMA fight, her and Ronda Rousey. So I hate that. Uh, she, it's not like she got totally starched by Shevchenko, but, you know, she didn't win. And I don't know what the UFC saw there or if there's some other underlying things. But, yeah, I mean, why not put her in Bellator? But, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of crazy. But I think that's it. I think we have picked the fights here for uh, for this week. And I, I see I got a little halo over my head here. There it goes. Um, but if you like what you see, feel free to, uh, like I said, subscribe. Uh, Gabe says, yep, didn't make sense. No, it didn't make sense. And we're talking about still the Carmouche uh the Carmouche released there. If uh, any of the, anyone else here has any questions, I see I have some watchers on uh, Periscope if you want to say hi or whatnot, because otherwise I'm going to wrap it up. So until next time, this is the MMA Fight Picks Podcast. Oh, have a Merry Christmas, by the way, and uh, Happy Hanukkah or whatever, and I will see you soon. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com.